Welcome to today's Conduit episode. Excuse me, Rick. I got all emotional for a second. On uh, communication as it relates to expectations. Rick, welcome. Thanks, Jerry. It's an emotional topic. It is. It is. Expectations in our business is bite you in the tail uh, early and often. And so as we're, as we're talking about communication, as it relates to uh, setting clear expectations, um, take a swing at that. What, uh, what's resonating with you this morning on that topic? I think this is such a critical topic, Jerry. My, my dad, who was in the business for 40 years, always used to say communication is key. Mm. And uh, I, I agree with him 100%, whether that is with, with other employees, with subcontractors, with uh, vendor partners with clients yeah. and not only is communication key, but to your point, setting proper expectations is really, really important. I tell clients, I, what I want to do is I want to, through our contract and through our drawings, I want to communicate everything I can, what we are doing. And then I also want to, in exclusions, communicate what we are not doing. Mm. Cause what I don't want to happen is unclear or unmet expectations, because nobody likes that. So we really try to, uh, we really try to limit, and you know, I don't think you can eliminate, but you can really limit the amount of, of miscommunication or uh, mis-expectations, uh, especially with clients. So, and, and with, with our employees, it's the same thing. We, I've, I've, I've really been trying to overemphasize this idea of expectations lately because I'm seeing, we are seeing my business partners and I, just people that aren't meeting those and on the, uh, from our employee standpoint. So mm. we recently started a, a large project. And so I, uh, I met with the project manager and the lead carpenter and I said, okay, guys, this is what here are three things I want to have happen on this job. And we're, today is day one. Yeah. So we have the ability to set tones at the stage for this job. So, you know, wanted to have a good culture. You know, we wanted people to be excited to come work on this job, not a job where, you know, we're barking orders and demeaning people and they don't want to come. Uh, we talked about defending one another. So we have this, we have this kind of office field tension that exists. Oh, and yeah. so what, I don't know if you experienced that in your yes. business, Jerry. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Okay. Well, so, so I just said from the beginning, Hey guys. So I was the architect on a project. I set it off. I said, guys, I'm not perfect. There are errors that I know about and there are many that I don't. So I want you to defend me to the other guys in the field. And I said, I will do the same for you as things pop up, decisions are made, errors are made, confusion, whatever. It's my goal that we are a unit and we're on the same page and I'm going to defend you to other people because we've been having this problem with people talking behind each other's backs and just creating kind of this negative culture. So, and also the third point was the line of communication within the, within it. So I said, um, I set up the project. Now, now you project manager, you are in control of steering this ship. I got her out of the Harbor. 
now it's your turn to sailor on the open seas. I am your right-hand man when you need anything. So you're responsible for communicating with the client, subcontractors, employees, all that stuff. And then lead carpenter, you're responsible for communicating with a product manager and making sure everything is, is done properly. And you guys are on the same page and you manage the, the team on site. So really just try to be very clear um, upfront what the expectations were around the project and, and communicate that very clearly so that it's something we can always point to and say, remember when we had this conversation or hopefully this sets everybody up for success. And I think that's the goal. What can I do to set everybody else up for success? That's good, Rick. That's, that's really good. You, you know, I, I have read and heard frequently that it takes somebody, um, it, takes, it takes someone 11 times of hearing something before they get it. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that in any condescending way. Like if you're going to share something with me, with Jerry, statistically they they're saying which this is this is an increasing number i used to hear the you, i used to hear it said that you have to tell somebody seven times i don't know where 11 comes from i don't know who do, do these studies but for the for the point that i'm trying to make is that it's a recurring message that is grasp and so as you're talking to your team your internal customers about setting expectations and you're having this meeting where you're, you know, from what I'm hearing you say, you did a great job of clearly setting expectations. What do you do to, um, I guess, stack the deck in your favor that they actually heard it? That's a great question, Jerry. And I actually heard that yesterday that I was, I was, I heard the seven times, but so I think that, and the initial conversation is the most important one. And then I think it's reminders throughout and, and continuing to talk about the conversation. And, and even, even if it's just like, Hey, remember that conversation we had? How's that going? Yeah. Just to reiterate, uh, to bring to mind the things that we've discussed. And so, and I've already had a follow-up conversation with the PM based on that initial conversation that, that, and he was telling me that, that things were going well and, and especially one of those expectations that was set, he saw happen and it was just, that's good. It was kind of shocking. So yeah. it's, it's just trying to, to turn the tide on, on setting expectations and, and hopefully having them met is uh, it's not easy, right? Yeah. It's not, it's easier for me just to hope, stand back and hope things go well. It's not easy for me to, to step into a position of, of kind of saying, guys, this is what I want to have happen when I, I don't, you know, sometimes feel like I have that position. So, but if it's done and I, in a gentle, yeah. humble and, and holistic way, like this, we're a team, man, let's get after yeah. it. I think this will help our team. So, yeah. Do you think it's, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this for myself, um, the importance of documenting that, of like, you know, speaking it, clarifying it. Do you have any questions? And then having a, a document that people can refer back to, um, that might be a that might be a helpful tool, especially for a big project like that. Yes, and that's something we have from the from the project management side. It's our project information document where we have an online document. So if we revert back to expectations with with clients, we have an online document that shows a calendar. It shows a contract. So you know, I always refer back to that. You know, if anybody asks me a question, whether in the field. Or a client, I say, well, let me pull up the contract or let me pull up the drawings and let's take a look. And so 
to that point, Jerry, we do have, and I think it's important to have, readily accessible, again, we use Google Sheets, so it's online, yeah. readily accessible documents showing everything that's been communicated so that everybody can remind themselves and then we can and remind other people and point them to where, where that information is. That's good, Rick. Well, and you know, there's, there's different, there's different types of businesses um, and leaders that are, that, uh, that might be listening to this, um, this segment on communication as it relates to expectations. And so many small businesses, um, like you become unconsciously competent at something. And, um, you know, I think it's, as I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, gosh, it'd be really important for a, a smaller business um, or a business that doesn't, doesn't have a lot of systems and processes documented to give some grace to, excuse me, some of the newer guys as you're um, trying to manage expectations. Because as I'm thinking about, if I was on your team and you had a clear meeting ahead of time to set expectations and I was present and I, I took notes and then you had a, a living document that I could refer back to for this project um, and or for my job to clarify expectations. And then when I forget and I don't, you know, I don't remember, and then you as a leader refer me back to that document, um, that's a very humbling, embarrassing um, situation. And as a lead, you know, when, when, if you said, Hey, Jerry, I, we talked about this before and I'm like, Rick, I don't remember. And then you refer me back to that document. I'm like, Oh dang, I forgot. Like that, that yeah. moment that gets into a different piece of leadership. Um, but I, I could see myself being very embarrassed and humiliated by not remembering. Yeah, I agree. And, and so I, I love the idea of a living document and, and accessibility to it. So, to make sure, and I think that's another way of, of clearly communicating and, and setting expectations. It's just, it's more than verbal, might even be pictorial or, or written, so. Yeah. How much time for, this sounds like this was a really big project uh, that you uh, set these expectations for. Um, if it's a little project or a little situation, um, the, the, what I also hear you saying is like, you have to have capacity to even share expectations. Like if you're, if you're sprinting through life, um, if you're sprinting through life to pause, to clarify expectations, like that takes time, like the prep work of yep. that. Yes, it, it does. But I also, in, in my opinion, it's, if you can't do that, you should be doing nothing else. Yeah. yeah. So if, if there's things that, that are taking your time and for me, I, I literally, it was a phone call. I wasn't able to meet them in person yeah. on site. And so it was kind of a last minute thing. Like I, cause there were some things that were going on on other projects that I felt like, man, I really want to nip this in the bud. So I just, it wasn't super well, you know, planned out, you know, this, yeah. It was just kind of, I should, I should have this conversation. I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to, I'm going to have it. So yeah. yeah. And I've also heard that if, if you don't have time to be available to your team, yeah. to those in your direct report, then you should be doing nothing else. 
And yep. so I am, I totally hear you on capacity because I feel like I have none, but what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to multiply my time yep. through many different ways. Let's get into another time, yep. but I'm also real prioritizing what's important. What's a non-negotiable. Yep. And I, I hear a lot of people talk about, I don't have enough time. And I say, and in my opinion, you, you make time for what's important to you. No doubt. So, you know, I hear people like, I got, I got no time. Did you see that episode on Netflix last night? Yeah. I think, what do you mean you have no time? You're binge watching Netflix, but you have no time. That's right. And so you make time what you, what, what's important to you. And the, the hard part is, is, is leaning into those things that you know important that are important, but you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. Well, in, in that saying, if you want to go fast, you can go by yourself. If you want to sprint through life, um, sprint through situations, you can go by yourself. But if you want to go far, if you're a part of a team, um, and the team could be your client, right? You, you, you could be a, a sole proprietor and have a client, um, but that client is then could be perceived as your team. And if you want to go far, doing the prep work, you know, and I'm thinking of a good meal as well, is if, uh, if, if we were going to make a good meal, uh, the prep work is really important. And so that, that preparation, um, the preparation in advance, communication, setting clear expectations. I've not done this well throughout my career. And at 54, this is something I, I really need to, um, I really need to work on. So anyway, I appreciate your, your insight on this topic. I, I think it's communication as it relates to setting clear expectations is so important and um, I've lived um, I've lived through the result of not setting clear expectations a whole bunch yes exactly no time like the present to, to keep doing it or to okay. start doing it yep yep that's good I appreciate you it's good wisdom and insight uh, today for the topic of communication as it relates to expectations Rick Meyer Meyer brothers and sons thank you again for your wisdom and your insight Thank you, Jerry. Always a pleasure.